This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics, premium, consistent, and affordable wellness for all. Each of their products features a specialized formula with targeted terpenes to give you a CBD experience that helps you sleep better, take the edge off, and relieve your aches and pains to help you live healthy and happy. Newly added to their CBD lines, in addition to their drops, are new topicals that you can roll on and high-dose CBD edibles to help you find your balance. Visit AppliedBotanics.com today and use code word Project at checkout to receive 30% off your first order. Applied Botanics. Live healthy and happy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Whether you need plants, trees, sod, mulch, rock, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, or anything to help your lawn look its best, Keller's has you covered. Located in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy on Kern Street, mums and fall items are now available and look for fall festival weekends at Keller's Garden Center starting September 25th and running through October 31st. Paint your own pumpkins, scavenger hunts, hay maze, face painting, and more. Check out Keller's Garden Center on social media for more information. My guests today are releasing an album together on October 1st called Blood on My Hands, which will be available on all the streaming services. We talk about the album, how they teamed up together, the role that JL Studios played not only in the process of recording the album, but also the importance it has for so many artists in northeastern Pennsylvania. We also get into some of their past music projects and outside of the music We discussed their experiences during COVID-19, which included some great losses, the division we are experiencing in the world that we live in, Joe Rogan being in some hot water, what the rest of 2021 has in store for each of them, and much, much more. Welcome to the show, Maine the Medicine and Duds. We're live, hanging out with Maine, the medicine, and the infamous duds. <laughs> guys, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's going what's on, up? man? Not too much, guys. It's it's great to see your faces. It's I wish it was in person, but I, I'll take the yeah. uh, I'll take the computer version of your face. Yeah, it's good <laughs> to see you. <laughs> I think this might be the most I've heard duds speak. By the way, in the, in the last thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous. Duds, quick question. <laughs> Do you still have the fanny pack? You know what? I was waiting on that. I left it in the other room. But, but I you got still it. have it. I got it. Okay. All right. That's all that matters. <laughs> I need a new sticker if you got one, though. Uh, I, I have not gotten stickers made for the Popco project, <laughs> but I'll work on that. Yeah. Let me know when you do. Yeah. Get rid of that alt natives. That's yeah. RIP alt natives. <laughs> what a shame. That still breaks my heart. Yep. It really does. Yeah, yeah. That was such Same. a dope show with a good platform for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't want to talk shit on anybody that's still doing because there are other stations in this uh, in the the northeastern PA market that are are still doing local music. Um, I just I still feel like they're lacking on a lot of artists that I used to play. That you know, like they, they, they could have learned a thing or two and they could have listened and realized that. Those were great bands and they could have picked them up and started playing them. But they haven't yet. 
and it's been oh man that's this is uh we're in september today is september uh 7th um this will probably air next week but um yeah i've been off the air for nine ten eleven months now ish yeah 11 months now and um it's just sad I I, mm. I miss it dearly. I miss like that was like I always said it was my favorite hour of the work week that I didn't get paid to do. Uh, but it, it it birthed the Popco project, and I hope I hope this platform still is is able to uh, you know give people or you guys like you a a, a space to promote your tune. So yeah. But enough about that. We're here to talk about uh, a collaboration, so to speak, by Mainly Medicine and Duds. The album is due out October 1st, and it's called Blood on My Hands. And I have to say, I did not expect this to come my way. Now, Main, I love you. You do your thing. And then Duds, obviously, he does his thing. And uh, the, the idea of um, bringing you guys together was not on my radar. So uh, talk a little bit about how that happened um, and, and all that, because it's, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, but please uh, tell me how this all, this all started. Um, well, well, I want to give credit to like uh, JL Studios because like, like for me in, in hip hop, like, you know, I'm I'm bars, you know, I, I do story stuff, but like uh I love meshing with other John like I don't want nobody to ever pigeonhole me into a certain thing. Like, you know what I mean? I wanna be able to jump on the record with anybody that wants me to get on the record. You know what I mean? So like when you heard the Mike Jordan record and um you know, I did another record with uh a guy named J Bones uh, was uh, love hippie stomp. You know what I mean. So uh, I, I met Duds. Uh, I think it was when the keys was about to close, and it was like one of the last few weeks of shows. And I don't know, me and him just like started talking. It was like, oh yeah, I go to JL, and he was like, oh yeah, I, I know them guys too. And I'm like, oh, what's your name? He's like, well. They call me Duds, and my real name is Michael McDonald. So you know everybody thinks of you know the singer Michael McDonald. So, so from there, like we we bonded now, and I was like, oh man, you know I would love to do you know some work with you, you know, and and like maybe like a year or so passed, and um he was uh putting out one of his projects, and I was listening to the stuff, and I'm like, oh this is dope, and I I just messaged him and was like um yo, would you ever want to do like a project together? And he was like, hell yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then we get to the studio and he's actually doing beats. So now that's why when you, when people hear the project, they probably looking like, well, where's Duds? You know, we don't <laughs> hear no guitars or none of that. Duds is doing the production on the album. Okay, because you know that I mean? was so, that was wild to me. Because I, 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 when you sent it my way, I started listening, <laughs> and I'm like, "Where is the Duds guitar? Where is it?" And I didn't hear it. That makes no perfect guitar. sense now. None at all. 
Who would have thought? Yep. Who would have thought? Yeah. Duds, man of many talents, man. <laughs> That's great. Sorry to cut you off there, but like I, I, I was listening to the album and I'm like, um, is is it going to come in now? Like when is <laughs> when's it when's it coming? It never came. Yeah, and the thing is, we've been working on this project. October would make pretty much a year, but like I'm the type stuff like this. I like to keep on the hush. So the only people that was had kind of knew was like people that's involved, you know, on the project, like Lucas Hex and um, uh, like Lambo Low and just like, you know, just Jay and them from the studio. And then later on, I let you know about it and like, you know, some of the, you know, like, I guess, media people, you know what I mean? You know, because I knew I... Like, I wanted it to be like a surprise when it come out and then catch people off guard, like Maine and Duds, like, you know what I mean? So. I, I, that's how I felt when I heard of it, about it, for sure. And I thought I heard Lucas Hex on that album, too. Yeah. My ears did not deceive me. <laughs> Shout out to him, too. We just got engaged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I told him on the thing, it was about time, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Is it is Gia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Lucas Hex and Gia on their recent engagement. Wish you nothing but the happiness. Marriage is a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Most days. Most days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Listen, talking right, as as a as a husband, I'm sure you know sometimes you just gotta roll with it because at the end they always win so you just yeah. you just roll with it you get your little you know win little wins here and there but they ultimately win at the end so yeah i mean even those little wins you can't celebrate them because it's like, gonna keep it down inside like it's just i got that one you can't celebrate too much because they'll bury you they will get yeah. you lucas hex if you don't know now you know <laughs> But yeah, so you guys, you know, this is kind of a secret uh, little collaboration here. And um, like I said, it's due out October 1st. I'm assuming it's going to be on all of the streaming platforms. Um, so you reached yeah. out to Duds, you met Duds, just like, hey, man, let, let's uh, let's work on something together. Um, Duds, I, I, I feel like you both are keeping secrets now. I, I had no idea you were <laughs> into the, the production side of things. Talk a little bit about, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's fairly new. Uh, I mean, I'm always down to do any musical project I can, as long as it's something I could pull off. And uh, I mean, this is my first hip hop uh, attempt at hip hop writing, I guess you would call it. Um, he laid out a story for me. I uh, started putting some tunes together that kind of fit the vibe he was describing. And um, I mean, he did the rest. He, wrote a hell of a story and i'm very glad to be the music behind it that's what was super cool about it too because it was like a story so and and um i hate comparing you know people's music to other people but obviously uh, you know when people hear this this music they're going to kind of probably hear the same thing but um a little bit of an eminem vibe definitely a biggie vibe a lot in the you know there's the 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 segments of the songs or I'm not, not segments, the segues or the, you know, the track that, that you know, they tied it to each other. It's a lot of uh, phone calls and, 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 
and, and voicemails and things like that. Uh, and, and I noticed, and I don't want to give too much away, but I mean, um, we're talking a lot about uh, medication and, and the lack of taking it. Um, you being a different person without it. Are you trying to tell us something? No, <laughs> no. Well, I do take a lot of medication because I, I had a, a, a kidney transplant uh, twelve years ago. So I do take a. I probably take about thirteen pills during the day, and then like about I think it's nine at night. Damn. But um, I, I, I watch a lot of Criminal Minds and a lot of a lot of them type of shows. So I kind of always wanted to do like a concept project and it didn't it didn't start this way uh originally we was gonna like make a different kind of song with with each record because if you listen to duds uh beats it gives you that kind of soundtrack music to like uh what you would hear in like stranger things and all these different kind of you know uh um kind of movies that kind of music that play you know so i started i did one song we did about three songs and then realized like the songs kind of mesh together so kind of reworked them a little just to kind of like dot the i's cross the t's make sure everything you know made sense and then from there, I, the rest of the songs just started building on that. You know what I mean? So pretty much, you know, a guy that, you know, doesn't take his uh, meds and, you know, he blacks out and becomes like somebody else. You know what I mean? So, you know. I got you. And, and one of the songs is called uh, At the Strip Club with Duds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys have to do any kind of like research to kind of, or, or, or did that, that, that come from a place of, uh, you know, uh, you know, experience? <laughs> no, well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I had uh, to. <laughs> it, it was funny because the, the, the name of the song came later. Like, you know, we, we did the records and, you know, like, I don't know about everybody, but sometimes when you do a record, it until you come up with a name for it, the title of it is whatever the name of the the beat is. So whatever Dud's name the beat, that 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 was what the song was titled at the time. So it could be uh, hip hop beat four, you know what I mean, or something like that. So we had to come up with a title, and I'm like, you know. And the strip, because pretty much he's at the strip club with me, so we just named it that. Everybody, you know, laughed and we agreed with that. So that's how that came up. I got you. It would have been a cooler story if, like, it was developed or like yeah. written in your head if you were literally <laughs> yeah, at the strip I, club. Yeah, if that if that story was real, I'd probably be, you know, <laughs> on the other side of divorce papers right now, you know, I mean, that side could be cool. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what that, that side is. I don't want to know. My wife is way too way too attractive for me, way, way too way, way smarter than I am. I, I don't know what I did to deserve her. Uh, I'm not trying to get divorced anytime soon. Word. 
<laughs> it's fun to joke about those jokes. It's jokes, people. Yeah, jokes. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, like you, like you said before, like you're always kind of doing something different. You did a, you did a thing about a year ago now with uh, uh, Ty Soul. You were on, you were featured on the uh, the record with um, you said his name Mike Jordan. Yeah, I, I love that love that song. Um, what's the name of that song? Uh, never getting old. Never getting old. Great. Yeah. I, I always say, man, I, I listened to that song. Mike sent it my way, and it was good. I remember just you know it was, it was a cool vibe. And then you came in, and I was like, holy shit, that <laughs> that just made a great song even better. Um, yeah, I mean, how did you and Mike meet up? Or the Mike uh, Jordan? That, actually, that was that was through uh, Joe at the studio because uh, the record was done already. Hey, and you know, like when you hear it, it has like sort of like a reggae vibe to it, like with the mm-hmm. beat, even the way he's singing it. So I guess he mentioned to Joe that it would be dope to get like, like, uh, like a hip hop artist to like put like a verse on it. So Joe thought of me right away. You know what I mean? Cause Joe knows I, I like to be challenged with, with stuff. So, uh, I knew my, I knew my next session wouldn't come, uh, by the time he was supposed to like start packaging it up. So I just wrote the verse right there. You know what I mean? And when he sent it to him, he loved it. So, and that, but that, that song was done almost, two years before it came out you know what mm-hmm. i mean so yeah it sounds like a lot of cool things happen at this studio oh uh, joe it's it's amazing there like you that's how i met amanda rogan like i just she had a session before me and i was coming in and she was still there and you know i was just sitting down and and um he was playing like one of the records she was on. I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. You know what I mean? And soon as she left, I was like, damn, Joe, I, I got to get her on the record one day. You know what I mean? And that that's how the, 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 I'm trying that she was playing. That's how that one came up. That was like maybe one of the last records, uh, for, for my album at the time. And I sent it to her and, you know, she did it. And, you know, like we became, you know, tight, and then we end up doing the record with Gus on, you know, Gus the Savage, you know, and then uh, the one with uh, Me, Ty Soul, and uh, uh, Dan, so. Yeah, and then you said that's JL Studios, right? Yep. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was, I was there. I was there, man. Yeah, I was, I did a little, uh, little intro for you guys, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, but Amanda, Amanda, yeah, her her voice, she is uh, a talent. Another another band. I'll, I'll go back to it. Uh, her band is Sweet Nest. Um, I don't think was ever featured on any other uh, local radio station. Shameful, yeah. shameful. But um, I keep going back to that. I apologize, but uh, yeah, but you know, it's, it's so many great artists over in bands. Like you know, between like you know, you you hear this stuff and some of it you hear and when you listen it's almost like you feel like you're listening to a record that should be on the radio right now mm-hmm. and that, that's how i feel about sweetness uh s dakota university drive and like uh fire with friends like 
the music, like, it's just, you know, like, you wonder, like, why none of these guys get, didn't get a big break yet, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's such a, you know, I don't know the answers to that. I mean, I've always said I would put our local music scene up against anyone else's. Um, there's been countless times where I've been given a song and I'm just like, wow, I would put this on the radio right now up against, you know, Imagine Dragons that are, you know, a massive band that I, I like that band when they first started, but I think their uh, current stuff is very cookie cutter bullshit. Um, but I would put up, I put a lot of the, uh, the artists uh, around here on yeah. the radio against them along with them rather uh, any day of the week. And um, it just, it's a really incredible uh, scene, and I feel like too, like it was, it was still on the up, and then you know, COVID hit back in March yeah. of 2020, and kind of let the uh, the air out of the balloon, so, so to speak. Um, I hate talking about it a lot because I feel like it's all we do is talk about it. You turn on the news, it's on the news, and you know, everywhere you go, it's you know, people are fighting about it on Facebook and social media. Uh, I don't like talking about it, but I guess we kind of have to because. You know, it's 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 consumed our lives for the past you know eighteen months. You know how you guys can take this. You know, uh, as a separate question, but um, you know, Maine. How did the, how did the whole COVID shutdown and, and and kind of you know halt on you know performing music and all that kind of stuff? How did that affect you and your mental state and and just your life in general? Uh, well, it affected my uh, my my life a lot because. Uh, uh, right, right before my mom's funeral was actually the the day before COVID, everything shut down. So literally, literally in New York, um, on a um, Saturday for my mom's funeral, and by Sunday, everything shut down. I couldn't even go see my my aunt. The minute I got to the nursing home to see her they said we can't let you in uh um you know we was told to have emergency shutdown and and i never get got a chance to see her and she uh passed away like a, a month and a half later and then um you know just everything and then like you know my dad uh died in um uh, June and I only got to see him once and I was through a window at uh, the nursing home he was at you know what I mean because we, we wasn't able to go in and it was a good thing his bed was next to the window so he was able to hear me speaking you know we brought the kids and you know we all went there we were standing outside it was like in February you know what I mean so you know as far as that that, that, that was rough because like I feel like the you know, the whole COVID year, I, you know, I lost both parents pretty much. But uh, I would say, even though we hate to talk about it and there was no real shows and stuff like that, I think music is what keeps everybody together. You know what I mean? Like, just working, like, because through COVID, me and, me and Dud's worked on a, a project. You know what I mean? We was going you know, to the studio and, um, and, you know, being, uh, being able to work on music kind of, I would say helped me. 
You know what I mean? Because I <clears throat> like you know some people kind of like maybe take a break and say it was a lot. I I didn't have it worked on that. Music is is my therapy. So like you know I never have to fight with my wife about oh I got to go to the studio or I got to I don't really go anywhere. So I either go to the studio or we have a show. Any any. Any place else I go is is usually with my my wife and the kids, you know what I mean, or whatever. So, um, but with studio and everything else, that's where I, that's how I keep everything together, you know what I mean, and make you know music. That's what you know helps me out. So that's I guess that's that's how I got through it. So like when um uh like when Joe has shut down because of COVID. You know what I mean? I had helped. Uh, I started a GoFundMe for him, and I, I didn't even talk to him about it because the type of person Joe is, you know, the studio, he would never agree to it. He would have said, "Nah, I don't do that." But I, I, I knew he needed it. Not not needed it, but I. It's something I wanted to do because uh, the studio was his business, and everybody was helping out small businesses and stuff and i'm like joe means a lot for a lot of us and if he's not not around or can't stay afloat uh struggling to survive through this it's a lot of us that is going to end up depressed and everything else because we we have nowhere to go because i i don't go to any other studios any records people need me to do that don't come to Joe's. I record mine at Joe's and I send it off to them. You know what I mean? So that's why I had started to go fund me just to like, you know, help help Joe out with any things that he still needed to do and pay just to try to help out a little bit because to me that that was a small business person I had in mind. You know what I mean? Because he uh, the studio affects so many lives. There's so many people that, you know, go there. He found out anyway. Somebody saw it and was like, hey, some guy started to go. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know him. That's, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, I, I was I was glad to do that. I, I would do it again and again, you know, because that, that's like my therapy. That's where I go, you know. To, and then yeah. when we did, like, you know, also that helps with therapy is is Benny's pizza. You know what I mean? We sit there and we duds know we go, we we order that so all good. the time. And like that's like our comfort food and our and our comfortable space. You know what I mean? So Yeah, shout out <laughs> Benny's in Peckville. I uh <laughs> I had their pizza for the first time when I was in the studio with you and, and Ty Soul and uh Jay and Joe and uh damn, that is good pizza. Yeah, and my buddy lives in Archbald, so whenever we're hanging out there, I'm like, "Yo, we're getting Benny's." <laughs> and they had they had they had a uh, a location down in 44, I believe, like a little satellite yeah. store. Um, and I don't know if I mean I think that building that they were in is kind of cursed because it's it's constantly a revolving door. Uh, I'm sure COVID had a little bit to do with uh, them, you know, exiting that space. But I kept meaning to get over there. And because uh, it's it's closer to me than uh, Peckville is, but by the time I was able to get over there, they were gone. So Benny's, if you want to get back down this this way, down Loser County, <laughs> yeah, find a new spot. Pizza's awesome. 
but uh yeah i mean it sounds like jl studios is uh, really uh uh, a special place like i said earlier mm-hmm. and just a place for musicians to to collaborate and uh i don't want to call it a safe space because that's not the word i want to use because that's i think that uh that word has been uh politicized enough but uh but yeah just a, a comfort zone where you guys can just yeah. like you know be be part Absolutely. of something together and um i'm sure joe really appreciated what you did for for him and um you know it sounds like you guys take care of your own which is which is really cool yeah yeah so duds let's talk a little bit about you um i don't know how much you want to get into i don't know the 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 backstory i'm sure there probably (laughs) isn't one but duds was a a face so to speak or a beard uh in the band e57 um it was brought to my attention a few months ago uh that duds uh was exiting the band e57 now, was that brought on by, you know, the pandemic? And is it just, you know, did you want to focus on stuff that you're doing with Maine or, or you know, kind of talk about, you know, where you are with that? Uh, possibly subliminally or subconsciously with the pandemic. I mean, everything changed during the pandemic. Um, there really wasn't like any one thing that brought it to happen. It was just kind of, it felt like it was time. I felt like... Uh, at least for me, like with the band, I did everything I was going to do with the band and uh, just wanted to to branch out. And uh, I mean, when COVID started, I lost my job. And at that point, I was kind of at like the point in life where I'm just going to do what I want to do, what makes me happy. And that's music. So I was thinking when COVID wasn't like when it just started, it wasn't, it didn't seem so serious. I was like, okay, a couple weeks, everything will be normal again. And I'll just hit the road, try to play wherever I can record, whatever I can. And I mean, almost two years later, it's only gotten worse. So uh, that didn't happen, but um, I've been recording a ton of, solo music collaborations like this one um bands i don't know it would take like i don't even know what it is but something like very specific for me to do a band again there's just so much that goes into it and i i don't want to say i'm controlling but i like to control my art if that makes sense and that's not like anything to do with d57 we all had like a very good share of input and everything like that so and i'm still great friends with all the guys um josh gave me a bunch of hot dogs a couple weeks ago so that was pretty dope um that's pretty much it yeah yeah it's i mean i think you know the pandemic forced a lot of people to make a lot of you know decisions whether they wanted to or not um hopefully for the better um Mm -hmm. I think as as artists, I, I think you're always you know, kind of wanting to, um, you know, expand or, or or just try different things, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I mean, it is what it is. And I I know mm-hmm. you released uh, kind of an instrumental EP last year, right? Yeah, three of them. Three of them. Yeah. On Spotify, on all of the uh, the streaming services. Yep. I think you were one of the first uh artist that i i played that was just instrumental 
on the yeah, radio. I remember I sent it to you and I asked you if, if you even do that. Cause I know it's not a radio thing, but you're super kind about it. You even said some very nice things that I still think about and appreciate very much. I said, fuck it. I mean, it's not, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I mean, music's music, right? And it's like, yeah. you know, it needs to be shared. So mm-hmm. that's what, another thing that was so great about that show. Like there were no limitations. I was playing main stuff. I was playing yeah. rap, hip hop. I was playing country. I was playing instrumental, you know, everything. So yeah. again, hate to go back to it, but <laughs> God, damn it. Yeah, thing. I, I even had, I, I even had my, um, my father-in-law listening one time. Uh, I was like, "Oh, pop, they about to play my my stuff on the on the radio." And he he, he kind of looked at me like, you know, you know, because I joke with him a lot, <laughs> and sometimes he don't know when to take me serious, or sometimes he'll just play along with me, like like I'm joking. And then it started playing, and he was like, "Oh, you were serious?" I was like, "Yeah," you know. So. <laughs> That's funny. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like that that show was, you know, to me what JL Studios is to you guys. So I totally agree with that. We'll see. We'll see what happens down the road. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, you 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 still you you still took that. And now you you know you're giving a platform to the artist now because. Now, now they can hear the stories behind the songs and what's going on, and and like kind of sometimes you can listen to an interview and kind of like fall in love with the artist, and, and you might not even hear a record from them, and you'll go, "Oh, make me want to go listen to they a whole project." You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, so this is just as just as as important as as that was. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. I, I hope so. I hope it, it can continue to be that for for everyone. I, I when it happened, I was like, you know what? I I need you guys more than you need me. That's how I felt, man. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I, I felt like that was like, I don't want to say it was my calling by any means, because like I'm I was never on the radio before. I'd had no professional experience with doing it, and but when it was over, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like that yeah. was like seriously my favorite hour of the week that I didn't get paid for. Like, what do I do now? Like, that was like, like my identity was like pop, go of alt natives and sharing the the music you guys put out. And I was like, what do I do now? Who am I? And I felt like I, I seriously, into this day, I'll say the same thing. I, I feel like I need you guys more than you need me. Nah, that thing is both ways. You know what I mean? Uh, that's how I feel, you know? And it was funny too, because when you did the skit for us, uh, I mean, I'm sure this was probably in the making, you know, like like an idea for you. you. You know, you hadn't said it to us, but if you remember, I told you that voice-wise and stuff, you remind me of Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now, now, like you have your your your, and then it's crazy because you have the dopest name. You know, Popco. I'm gonna be on Popco tonight. You know what I mean? You don't have to like say no long thing or whatever. It's just Popco. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's cool right there. Well, Joe Rogan's in some hot water right now. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> but uh, you know, everyone keeps asking me like, "Oh, your boy Joe Rogan is taking horse medicine." Blah blah blah. You know, and I haven't talked about it publicly yet. This will be the first time. 
and I'll say it to you guys since you brought it up. Um, I feel like what I, I, feel, I wish Joe Rogan did not say, you know, how he or what he took, you know, when he got COVID, because whether he likes it to believe it or not, he's a very powerful influence. Um, people will listen to him and they will blindly do whatever he says, right? I'm guilty. I, if he promotes uh, Black Rifle Coffee, I've purchased Black Rifle Coffee. Um, I'm actually wearing one of his shirts right now. Uh, if he told me, uh, I'm just trying to give examples of things that I've purchased because he uh, he was drinking a, a whiskey on his show with uh, with a guest, and I went out and bought uh, the Scotch whiskey. And I'm not even I don't even like Scotch that much, but I I went out and bought it because he was drinking it. Now, when it comes to you know, medicine and all that kind of stuff, I'm not going to run out and do whatever Joe Rogan does, you know? But I feel like the media is just as guilty for uh, spreading misinformation as he may be. So, because also people don't understand that there is ivermectin that, um, like for humans, okay? There's not proof the FDA. It's not approved as a, a, a medication for COVID, but there's a, there's there's ivermectin for humans and they're all, also for for animals. Joe Rogan didn't take the ivermectin that animals use, right? Well, that's given to animals, but the media is not saying that. The he- all the headlines read are you know Joe Rogan takes horse dewormer ivermectin when he got COVID. Every single headline talks about that you know the, the horse dewormer as ivermectin they don't talk about the ivermectin for humans and you know the the pros and cons of what that might might be i don't know i'm not going to get into it but the the media is just as guilty for spreading the misinformation as he is if not worse in my opinion but I, i think joe has to understand that you know people well listen to what he says but yep. but at the same time he's being honest like he's not telling you to take it he just right. said that's what he took you know what i mean which he he can say because he's the one that 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 did. it's it's like things now is so crazy that you you know you you say one thing and then everybody want to jump down your throat and cancel you uh yep. uh um everything is so it's so weird now, you know. Yeah, it's it is weird. It's it's a. Uh, I mean, I, I I took the shot. We we still now don't even know a year later if we're gonna have plants growing out our arms <laughs> or something. Like, you know, we don't we don't know. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm vaccinated. I mean, I, I follow the science. My wife's a pharmacist. Uh, she's far far uh, far um smarter than i am and uh yeah it's it's such a it's such a weird thing to try and navigate through you know because and this this tribal mentality we all have with each other's has got to stop because it's like you know what Maine? if you don't believe in the vaccine if you're not vaccinated and i am fuck you you know fuck you and it's like where where did we go wrong i know you know what i'm i'm vaccinated but I still wear my mask, me and the kid, you know what I mean? So and I, I get the looks at me as if like like people stare at stare at us and I'm trying to figure out like 
why? Like, but then I, I'm thinking about it. They're probably thinking maybe I'm one of the people that haven't taken, you know what I mean? Right. You who'd know, have, so. who'd have thought a mask could be so like defining? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And I just, I just think as a society, we're so, it's so, it's so messed up. I mean, I, I it's funny too, because you'll see people on social media and they're, they're, you know, they're doctors themselves, you know, like they're, they're not really. And they'll start talking shit like, oh, if you're not vaccinated, like, you know, I don't feel sorry for you. I hope you like get sick and you die or whatever it might be. Right. But let's say that person who's saying that shit, let's say they have a mother or father or grandmother, whatever it might be, that they don't feel comfortable taking the vaccine. Now, if that person in their family got sick, I'm pretty sure they'd be singing a different tune. They yep. wouldn't be thinking, oh, well, hey, mom or dad, you didn't get vaccinated. I hope you fucking die. Not going to happen. <laughs> but well, how I, terrible is it that that's, this is what's happening? I have a, a similar story because, like, you know, my, my, well, my, my wife's an ER nurse at, at Guy Singer. So, like, you know, when everybody was saying how fake this was, she was coming home telling me the stories. Like people that didn't know they had it, people that was dying and everything else. But uh, I'm, I'm no names or nothing. But uh, there, there, there's someone she knows right now that's was so like, you know, they, 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 they spew a lot of hate with certain stuff, and sometimes, and they was completely against the vaccination and oh it's not real this and that and right now they they love one is clinging on to life yeah because they have it you know what i mean and you know you know it's i, I mean it, it's it's to each his own i, I don't I, i'm not gonna knock the people that didn't because people everybody has their reasons you know, I I just don't like like um like I don't like people that are just stand in the middle of a bunch of people and and smoke and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? Because I you know I just think like with the climbing, I'm like you know that's you know go go to a corner somewhere or something. You know what I mean? But you know it's to each his own. Like I I, I got it personally because. You know, I have uh, kidney issues, blood pressure, and different things. So it was, you know, I thought for me it was in my my best interest, you know, to get it. You know what I mean? You know. Yep. So. Yeah, and another thing they were saying, like, if you're health, you know, healthy people stand a better chance uh, of, you know, if they get it, you know, fighting it off and and you know, successfully beating it. But, you know, they're not talking about, you know getting healthy they're not talking about that they're just saying hey take this vaccine yeah. again i'm vaccinated like i follow the science uh i don't want to make this a debate and people will yeah i know so <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that but you know what you guys are healthy you're safe so that's all that matters to me um and, and we'll see what happens but that's all i got for you guys tonight where can people find your music coming out on October 1st? Uh, it'll be on all the platforms, Spotify, Spotify iTunes, uh, 
they uh, you know, it, it, it'll show up on YouTube after a while. And uh, we're in the process now of uh, shooting a video, you know what I mean? And then um, we, we, <laughs> we, we was trying to figure out because, you know, D- Duds is not a man of many words, you know, at times, you know, but <laughs> we were trying to figure out like when it's time to perform, you know, how would we do it? Because it's, it's, it's not him playing the guitar. It's actually, you know, track. So, but we're, we're working on it. Like we're working on it with, a um, you know, the, uh, the band I, I work with, with Mercy, you know, with, with my yep. group Mercy Gang. So, you know, we're going to be, cause, uh, Joe actually wants us to perform at, uh, you know, during, uh, the conference, uh, for the Steamtown Awards. Right. So that, that'll probably be the first time we'll, you know, perform some of the tracks, uh, from the album. I was going to ask you if the, if this is conducive to performing live. So that's a so, so thanks for answering that before I even asked you because I was I'd be curious. Yeah, we we had to um, you know I mean either way we we was gonna you know do it. We just wanted to figure out a way you know we could do it that both of us would be like you know included. Cause I I told Dad I said we'd end up like. You know, um, I don't know if you remember back in the days with, you know, Public Enemy, you had like some of them that just stood there, like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> but you, um, you need some of those guys, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we we, we 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 we'd figure it out, you know, because it's you know, but I, what I want people to take from uh, this uh, project is like, you know, I mean, I'm. I'm not going crazy. I don't have mental issues or nothing like that. I just, I like to be creative and I watch a lot of movies. I always wanted to, you know, do a project like this. So, and then, you know, we had the humor in there along with, you know, some of the gruesomeness, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I wanted it to be like, a you're listening to a movie, you know? Right. And that's, that, that's what the, the aim of it was, you know what I mean? So, well, you nailed it. Um, again, main, the medicine and duds records called the blood on my hands due out October 1st, check it out on all the streaming services, guys. I am, uh, happy to have been able to have some time with you guys tonight. And, uh, I always say, I hope, I hope I'll see you sooner than later. Hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And we, we, uh, Duds has projects uh, coming out. Uh, I also have uh, other projects uh, coming out, and we're also working on another project that we it's in the it's in the early stages, but we've started, you know. And it's it won't be like it won't be like this one, but in the future we might do a a, a part two. So, but. But we have another uh, uh, project we're working on that's going to be different, but it's going to be pretty big with the ideas we have in mind, you know, for it. Very cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that, too. And and keep me posted with everything. And anything I can do to help out, I uh, most certainly will. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, until I see you, stay safe and uh, stay healthy. 
and uh, I'll talk to you soon. See you, Pop. Thank you. Thanks, Pop. Thanks, guys.